0: What's up, guys? guys? We believe teenagers have been put in a box and under a stereotype, and we want to break out of that. Every week, we talk with the next generation of innovators and influencers about stuff like
1: entertainment, fashion, sports, and food. We also get the perspective on current topics, as well as find out what keeps them motivated on the daily. Welcome to Juvie. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Juvie Podcast. And what should I do before we introduce the guest?
0: Before we introduce this guest, guys, go follow us on all of our social medias, at Juvie Podcast, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. And before we intro the guest, his all the his social medias will be the first link in the description. If you want to go sneak peek, go give him a follow.
1: Yes, sir. Who are we rocking with today, Josh? Today, we are joined by up-and-coming artist, Asha. How are you doing?
2: Hello. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. Thank
0: you for coming on. You're up to some big things right now, yeah. aren't you?
2: Yeah, just starting out, which is a real blessing. I'm really, really excited for things to come, you know? Guys, yeah.
0: I think Asher is going to be one of the biggest artists coming up. Oh, yeah. But how did you get into music in the first place?
2: Oh, man, that's a, that's a long story, but long story short, um, my mom, she's always been singing around the house and would always play and lead in worship. Um, yeah. So I've grown up around, you know, performance and um, live Singing and and all of that, and then also just my family loves listening to music in general. So I grew up with so many different influences because I'm half English, as you can tell,
3: and Nigerian,
2: and so I have a lot of uh, cultural background uh, where I've listened to so much Afrobeat, so much R&B and pop and jazz and all of these things. So all of that growing up led me to really have like a a working machine. Of yeah. music, so I uh, started producing at eleven. Wow, uh, eleven! Wow, up, yeah, eleven. When I picked up GarageBand, band, and then from then it was history.
1: You Just fell in love.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um. So we know um that you have some big stuff coming out. Do you want to tell tell everybody what what you have in the in the works at the moment?
2: Sure. So right now I have a song out called "Go Backwards," which is. An incredible song that I love. I love so, so much. I'm so happy with it. And it is leading into a future project. Let's know. go. So everyone
0: go stream that. Where can they find that?
2: They can find it on all platforms. Uh, it is up everywhere. Um, and if you follow my social media, you'll be able to see all the links and all the updates.
0: That's great. I'm
1: excited. I'm going to have to go yeah, listen to that after this. So I didn't even know that was out. What type of yeah. music is it? Is it R&B? Is it pop? Is it rap?
2: Well, it's actually... Afrobeat, which Afrobeat. is really Ooh. awesome. Yeah, it's a complete Afrobeat project that will be coming out in uh, July.
3: Very and, cool. Um,
2: yeah, and essentially for me, like I just wanted to pay homage to my Nigerian side first because yeah. I feel like that's such an important part of just my identity in general. And um, I kind of did my spin on it because growing up, I love film and I love I love scores. So I would listen to the scores of a lot of films and would just analyze kind of the composition and the feeling and the epicness of it. And so for me, I have a very strong style of cinematic kind of feel. Yeah. So in these songs, they are very much like you could put movies to these songs. Oh, so sick. Because um, they're very, very visual. Because I'm a very visual person. Whenever I'm making a song, like I always have to have a distinct kind of like still shot yeah, yeah, of what's going on in my mind so that I can cater to the writing and to everything uh, Okay, to make so, it all kind of make sense yeah
0: me. I was gonna say for the people that aren't cultured what what like what's an afro beat like what's that come from
3: mm,
2: well there's a lot of different sources you have your um like african version of it which is uh I mean if you listen like there's people that are out right now like Burner Boy, who is up and coming, Rema, another um, artist, uh, Fireboy, um, and then I think a lot of people, um, a lot of people can like associate Afrobeat with how some of the Drake stuff. So for example, okay. uh, he has a song called One Dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's very much. That's very much an Afrobeat okay. thing. Okay, that's um, super So, so there's that side of it, and then you have your Caribbean side, which incorporates reggae. Um, and then you have your Latin side of it, which is like reggaeton okay. and all of that. So there's a lot of different sects of it. Yeah. Uh, and I try to pay homage to each individual part of it. So each nice. song has a very different kind of take on Afrobeat, which is really really cool. That's really cool.
0: I love that when like an artist actually has like a heart behind like where they're yeah. taking their beats from. And obviously super
1: cultured. And you have there's something behind your music. Yeah. You
0: know what I'm saying?
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: So you said that you like cinematic music and you try and make your stuff like really cinematic if you could Mm. have your song out now featured on any movie what what would it be
2: oh my gosh like the backtracking
1: for any movie what what would that dream be
2: yeah um well i mean i don't know if you know this like series that's out on netflix called love death and robots
3: Mm. i've never heard of uh, it
2: you i'm telling you anybody is watching this right now it's very rated r <laughs> <laughs> but but it is so cool because it is like completely like sci-fi and fantasy okay um and it's all animated it's all like different versions of animation and for me like i just love very fictional kind of spaces because like that to me is like a really cool kind of escape from what's going on in the world and everything yeah. but it also for me like i love i love when there's actually deep meaning in everything so i love taking it from a more kind of like a analogy approach yeah so um, when it comes to these songs and when it comes to these things i'm trying to embody real deep emotions that we all feel but kind of putting it in a place where you're kind of like very ethereal and you're very yeah, kind of yeah. washed over by whatever's happening so if you actually listen to what's going on like there's some real deep stuff yeah. i'm trying to say but if you're just a passive listener like it's just a fun thing you can not do yeah, yeah. So i love that how you say
0: yeah. oh no go ahead go ahead
2: no yeah it's i just yeah so that would definitely be like a tv show that i would do but yeah. then in terms of like scores for film uh i would love to do something like Avatar would be oh. crazy. That like, that is one of my favorite films ever. I've like never I actually seen Avatar. Over there. Oh, because it's—I've
1: never actually seen Avatar. Like, um, you're talking about not like
0: that. Are you serious? Yeah, the,
1: the blue men, the blue people.
0: Right? <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. And and here's yeah. the thing: I've never. My, I want to watch it. Here's the thing: it might rub you the wrong way. I'm not a movie guy. He's but not. Yeah. I actually have seen Avatar, and it's good. Dude, here's the thing: is it's it like. Is. It's like I'm more of like it. a TV show guy because I think my attention span isn't the longest. Yeah. So like oh no. unless it's like unless it's like a movie that like is constantly something new is going on, my brain just yeah. goes.
1: Mm-hmm. So cuz didn't didn't Avatar recently take over the number 1 spot as the highest grossing movie of all time cuz they re-released it, uh, right?
2: Yeah, and then unfortunately, Avengers Endgame, which I really loved as well, took <laughs> over and, 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 beat, and beat it. So, but yeah, it was for the longest time, like since, I think it came out like 2008. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I heard yeah.
1: that recently in the last couple of weeks it's taken over again or something.
2: For real? Yeah, I think so, so,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I love how you said, you said, like, if you're listening to your music, it can definitely be an escape. And I like that because, like, that's a healthy escape. Because a lot of people in our teenage years, right, drinking, smoking is all their quick fix. Escape, but yours, you just put in your headphones and it's like a healthy escape. So I think that's super important for people to have that, have that type of escape. For sure,
2: yeah. yeah. And for me, like, I've never smoked, I've never done any of that, never drunk, like, like, any of it. Um, Because for me, I really believe that like relying on my own kind of creativity and my own ability to kind of like be conscious in the midst of creating is kind of important to me because I want to make sure that everything is coming from an authentic and vulnerable place, you know, so... Yeah, yeah no for sure it's, it's a healthy escape we, yeah. yeah
0: we need more music like that because really i mean like what are your thoughts on like the current music artists are releasing because obviously you have a different take on what sh- music should be about so let's just say like the top rappers yeah. right now like what are you thinking
2: yeah it's it's a hard one because you know social media has really started to run the music business in a really crazy way and that's both great and terrible yeah yeah (laughs) because because people are relying on trends to gain fame and recognition Mm -hmm. which i believe is finite and doesn't really help build a legacy that's long-lasting so for me like i'm kind of more so discouraged by the stuff that's coming out just because it's always perpetual talking about very materialistic things you know and like like, just about sex, drugs, money. Exactly. Flexing your own stuff, not necessarily helping people out. Yeah. And then a lot of the, like, female rappers that are out are just kind of just very degrading towards themselves and yeah, to others so and true. things. Yeah. And then, especially for male artists, like, degrading to everybody. So yeah. it's like, yeah. I, I don't personally feel like it's a honorable way of creating. I don't feel like it's something that I would necessarily follow. There are definitely people who, are in rap and pop and everything else who are really trying to shift things around, like for example Justin Bieber. Like yeah. I feel like he's really taking on a new approach. Definitely. Which I think is really great, you know, and I yeah. think that it's awesome that we're able to see like his progression. Yeah. Um and everything. And uh, you know, it's not to bash the music industry at all. Like I really like I'm in it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you exactly. know, like I I'm I'm being part of it. I just feel like for me there are some things that I wanna bring change to and i want to create a higher standard yeah of you know things that are worth telling uh telling the truth being vulnerable and exposing the things that are on my heart to make sure that you know people feel like feel like there's something to relate to yeah, yeah. you know
0: what i love how like justin obviously religion wise come into faith and he's so i love how not he's not scared about just straight up talking about it and he has like one of the biggest platforms in the world so i think that's been really good for the music industry also kanye's coming around religion wise yeah i'm interested to see what kind of music he'll be coming out with soon
1: because he released the whole christian album that was great which shocked the whole world yeah nobody expected that yeah and then Justin Bieber Dude, did the same imagine. thing with that second, you know, that little four-song album yeah. that he released. Yeah. Which was pretty much just, just Christian. And everybody still went crazy for that. Like,
0: exactly. And that's the thing, is they're at such a place in their career, no matter what they're talking about, obviously in our sense, it's good. Yeah. But like they're just gonna immediately have the people that listen. Yeah. And the people listening to it, kind of like what Asher said, is like even if they're not understanding it the words are going through their heads. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so important mm-hmm. what's actually going through their ears. Yeah,
1: it's like the subliminal messaging where, Like if you hear something you hear and it's in your head, yeah. you don't necessarily have to like pay attention to it. Yeah. Um, sure,
2: yeah, no, I totally agree.
1: Yeah. What, like, so obviously you love making music. What would you say your favorite part of making a song would be? Like what? what's the best part to you?
2: Mm-hmm. The best part for me, um, I think is always the production because I mean that's how I started. Yeah. Um, and that is like I say my strongest asset at the moment um, is my ability to just produce all the time and yeah. anything. I can lit. I can produce anything but country. Really? <laughs> yeah, same dude. I think that's good for us
0: all <laughs> Yeah. Not the biggest
1: country yeah, fan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> neither us. Neither us really kick with country's people Yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly. So that's that's the only place that I have a. A little bit of a weak spot, but, um, yeah, no production for sure. Cause for me, that, that's the place where, like I was saying, I can create a world, like I can yeah. create a space, uh, and a feeling cause I feel like production is such an invaluable part of a song, mm-hmm. obviously, like it is the backbone of what creates the idea. Yeah, And I feel like for me, um, with the kind of style that I like to use of, like I was saying, being very cinematic and kind of, buying into this thing of being a storyteller yeah i need the production itself to tell a story otherwise you know the the words aren't gonna come the deepness isn't gonna come the authenticity the authenticity yeah be able to be as a parent Yeah. yeah you know compared to a very kind of like 808, just Yeah. Like that's not gonna, exactly, so. I already know my dad watching
0: it is gonna love that you said that because my dad's very into story. He's an actor, and so every time he hears new music, he's like, where's the story here? All these lyrics are literally just derogatory nonsense. And so when he says that, I know he's gonna love watching that back and hearing you say that. Yeah,
2: yeah, he'll definitely love a couple of the songs that I have on this upcoming EP. Sweet,
0: I'm excited for that. So So, you talked about your mom obviously singing around the house, but like who's a mm. current artist either still releasing music or not that like was your number one inspiration. You're like, yo, I want to be like them.
2: Mm. Well, that's a hard one to be honest, because I think that in general, I haven't yet found someone who's trying to do the same thing that I am trying to do well, that's okay. good. Uh, in all of its entirety, because um, you know, I, I myself kind of, am a person of faith. Like I'm a really strong yeah. Christian and like Jesus lover. And so everything that I'm doing, like, from the get-go is not for me. Just yeah. like it's for what I'm trying, I'm trying to be honorable to, to my faith and to the thing that I have, feel very called to do.
3: Definitely. And so
2: um, with that being said, like, there are definitely people that I admire for different aspects yeah. Yeah. of creating and of uh, music in general. So, you know, I really respect. Drake for his work ethic and versatility. Yeah. I think that, you know, he gets a lot of backlash for, you know, t- like touching different genres of music. Mm. I think it's great. Yeah, I definitely. Think it's really cool to be able to be so versatile. Yeah. So I think I really admire that. Um, you know, for every guy, when Justin Bieber came out, we would always be like, oh, no, he sucks. Except yeah, we all loved sucks. him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, but, I, but yeah, I actually was really impressed with what he was doing you know it's just that he got all the attention from the girls yeah honestly yeah that's
0: the only reason we yeah we're like i don't listen justin bieber the hidden justin bieber poster in my room no one knew about (laughs) i remember uh, in like fourth grade i went to a book fair and i'm not the biggest reader and i saw justin bieber poster and i snuck that thing i was like no one's seeing me take this out
1: of here but i had it yeah so that is so, I mean, hilarious. I always respected him. He Did you know he made $200 million by the time he was 15 years old? Nuts! No, absolutely insane. It's not absurd. With that, with
0: like talking a- about
1: that age, Asher,
0: what do you think like your biggest advantage is of starting young?
2: Well, yeah, being 19 uh, is a weird one because I'm surrounded by adults constantly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I always have been. Um, so I can kind of talk about early experience of my introduction into entertainment in general is i uh was scouted as a model at 15 wow Wow. and um funniest thing i literally was reading a sermon in the easter service yeah (laughs) and there was a model scout there dude like came up came after the service and was like hey would you be interested in modeling is that only how you, in LA does that happen? Oh, Honestly, only
0: yeah. in LA. Well, if you're up here okay. where we are, I oh, don't no think there's chance. any modeling scouts,
1: no. but that's sick. But I mean, rightly yeah. so, I mean, we're all thinking it, you're a very attractive guy. Yeah. I mean, um Because uh, I I did see that you modeled with Dolce and Gabbana, correct?
2: Yeah, which is crazy because that was my first job ever wow. as a model at sixteen. That's insane. Um, that's crazy. I did I did two runways in Milan. Uh, for Dolce and & Gabbana and um, that was in of a of itself like, really crazy but it also was I think a real testament to like my character and my mm. ability to really like remain grounded yeah while being a completely different face because my my mum came with me for that but you know with the rehearsals like those were those were eight hours long Dang. and um, all the all the dress rehearsals and everything like I was gone from her, like I wasn't around her. Yeah, so I was yeah. around all these twenty four, twenty five year old people who uh they like to party. Yeah. yeah. Shall we say. And um and I was only sixteen and so all of these things were being presented to me. Um, all of these temptations were being shoved to yeah. my face throughout the whole thing. And I had no need to do any of it, which yeah. I was really surprised about because you know you you want to behave when your parents are around but exactly. when they're not you're like okay I can eat. but I really I really felt like no I, I really have no desire to yeah. buy into any of that because I really love who I am and I love what I'm doing because you know I could have definitely fallen into the whole thing of compromising myself and kind of uh, giving into all of this stuff and also just comparing myself let alone like all of the other stuff because i mean i was around these gorgeous people like the yeah, most gorgeous yeah. people on the planet yeah <laughs> pretty much and i'm the 16 year old kid who's like okay
3: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: i feel like learning go, that you know? yeah yeah learning that at such a young age obviously 16 you were kind of thrown into it but at the yeah. same time it just kind of like you learned it so young i think that's just set you up yeah to a place where it's like yeah. you're set up at 19 in a really good place that majority of 20 year olds still haven't figured out yeah like
2: yeah yeah. and it's uh it's a real blessing and i really don't take it lightly like i'm really 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 grateful for the things that i've i've like gone through and that i've had to experience because it has led up to this moment and being very prepared to kind of step into this new uh place and this new trajectory you know yeah Yeah, i'm excited
1: go ahead are you still into modeling like do you still model on the side sometimes
2: Um, well covid oh yeah 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 but it's a is a huge thing. Uh, I uh, left my agency um, like last year just because one I gang signed. I got signed to Quincy Jones. Congrats on that. Uh, That's huge.
1: Management. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Really big. Legendary. obviously, yeah. Like the godfather of music. Yeah. So really, really a blessing to do that. And um, you know, I've just been focusing on what it means for me to be an artist. Like I, I definitely do. Um, you know, shots and obviously like. You know for all of the shots i'm having to do for this music stuff yeah my modeling skills come into play um, yeah. but i would i would love to get back into it because i really do feel like it is a great place to network and to you know get to know people behind the brand yeah and kind of understanding all the like stuff that happens behind the scenes because for me yeah. i i love learning everything yeah like as much as i'm an artist and a creative I love business as well. Mm-hmm. So I have both of those things working together. And so I love I love like learning as many aspects of entertainment and business as I can, so I'm well-rounded. So it would be really yeah. great to go into modeling again.
1: So if you did go back into modeling, what would you say your like dream brand to work with would be?
2: Mm. It's a hard one because I, I really don't feel like for me, I'm not much of a high-fashion, like, Gucci, Louis Vuitton yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of person. Like, I, it's great for people, but, like, for me, I like doing the more streetwear kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I love, like, Urban Outfitters. Yeah. I love PacSun. I love Hollister. You know, those kinds of companies that are way more low-key, but I can also just toy around with stuff Yeah. yeah. Like things out because I really love fashion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, how did getting signed like come about? Did you have any connections with him before?
2: Well, uh, how it kind of went down is you know previously. So let's go back to junior year of high school. Um, at that point, I had decided like, okay, I'm going right into music because I I went to Oaks Christian, which is a.
3: Oh um,
0: yeah
2: you know, a college, a college prep school. Yeah, my friends, some and of my so, friends in
0: L.A. used to go there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it was a great school and it was a great experience, um, but it was very much set up to get people into college. And so I went through the whole process of getting things set up to apply. And then when I got there, I was like, hmm, I don't want to go to college. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, I, and I think it was very telling because, like, I was accepted to – uh, the electronic music institute at nyu oh forever. wow and i and i went and um apparently it was very exclusive and like not a lot of people get in Dang. and so i was surprised i got in and then when i went there i was like oh well because i finished every project like in five minutes oh you're just ahead of the I game <laughs> I don't yeah need to read it. so yeah. it wasn't so- like
1: challenging in any way or anything it was just
2: not, yeah. not at all. So that all set me up to be in a position of like, I want to be independent. I want to do everything myself. I want to produce. I want to, I want to songwrite. I want to sing Dang. and I want to market. I want to do all of it myself. And so from junior year to senior, year, that's what I was doing. And then senior year, uh, the Institute of Arts and Innovations got, um, placed in our school. Mm. Uh, by this guy, his name's Gazin Gashi, and uh, he ended up becoming a mentor. And outside of that institute, we started to really collaborate, and and uh, he started to help give me advice just about the business and all this stuff. And there was this masterclass that was done where this lady Alyssa uh, mm. Lane Smith uh, came and did a masterclass, and we connected. And she at the time was working at Quincy Jones Productions. Okay. Wow, and. Uh, Later that year, uh, once I had graduated and it was summer and I was like, okay, we're going full force yeah. uh, after senior year, they offered uh, a management agreement from Quincy Jones Productions wow. and Alyssa ended up becoming vice president of the company. Dang. That must have <laughs> so, been just an insane feeling. That was, yeah,
1: the best day of life.
2: It was, it was crazy because then she ended up saying, like she said, I, I've never, like I did management but I kind of went out of it. You have made me fall in love with managing again, hey, and I want to wow. manage. Wow,
0: that's a big compliment. So, that's huge.
2: Yeah, she uh, she really came through, and so I got signed in February, and have been working through since then. Yeah. Wow. So
0: have, have, yeah. I was gonna say, do you think that would probably be like your biggest win of your career so far?
2: I mean, I think it's definitely the coolest start to, to you know humble beginnings. Like, yeah. It's uh, it's very very cool. You know, there's obviously like. I am still in the the beginning phase of this journey. Um, And I think that, yeah, it's definitely a really, really cool way to start out. Um, Yeah, so I I guess it would be a pretty cool way. Okay, so
0: if that was your biggest win, has there been a fail or something that you learned from (laughs) that, like, you know, if we're talking about wins, let's talk about fails too.
2: Well, I think mm, biggest fail... There's not too many things that I've had to fail on yet. Will there be failure?
3: Yes.
2: (laughs) Um, But I think that, um, you know, there's definitely really difficult times that I was experiencing because I I was producing, like I said, a lot. And that's what I thought I was going to be doing is primarily production. And I would put beats out all the time on SoundCloud yeah um my my producer name was Yellow Beats. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i put it out on youtube as well and i uh, would uh mess around with my friends to make like those cool little visualizer things yeah. you know like like trap Nation and stuff. oh okay, like, where they have like that yeah 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 so that kind of thing and um it was annoying because it because people weren't responding really um, to the stuff I was making like I wouldn't have a lot of engagement and I, I translated that as oh, nobody cares
3: yeah. um
2: but but gradually through that I just was like no I'm not doing this for other people I'm doing this for myself yeah And yeah. I'm just gonna continue to grow and I mean here we are now yeah with, uh with a deal and, and all of this stuff which is really really crazy so yeah. um yeah it's just consistency that's the hard part of it Uh, really can get you down but at the end of the day like
1: that's the best way to practice so since being signed by Quincy have things just like moved really fast since then or have they kind of been slow
2: uh well the really amazing thing about being with them is they are all about artist development and doing what the artist feels is the right thing for Mm. them Uh, and that's why i love them because i i um i really management is the best option for me because that that helps me to still stay independent and in control of yeah. my music and of my creative abilities and so for them to offer that was really huge because it allowed me to dissect that contract like I took what four or five months adjusting that contract they said wow. they've never had to do this kind of contract thing wow. before and I was like <laughs> 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 so, yeah I was just, yeah, I was just asking for a bunch of things and reducing uh, like post-term commissions and different kind of executive producer uh, percentages that they would be getting. So all of these different things, like I was making sure that I was in absolute control. Yeah, that's important. And um, and so having that from the get-go is super, super huge for me. And so working with them, they're kind of working, I mean, in general, as an artist and as a leader, Everyone is only going to work as much as you do. So for sure. me, I make sure that I'm working as hard as I can yeah. and that I am um, moving forward with everything at a steady pace and making sure that everything is kind of all set up and prepared and I'm leading the conversation in everything that we do um, because that's the role that I want to take on. Like I want to be the leader. I want to be in control of it. Um, yeah. So, it's been really, really great. It's been really, really great working with them because they've allowed me to have that control and uh, honoring me um, through this process. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, like, I feel like that's important because I feel like a lot of young artists, especially that come in with a lot of talent, they sometimes, I feel like, mm. will get signed with the wrong people that just completely ripped them off and yeah. their career is kind of thrown off like, from the
1: beginning. Like the thing that Taylor Swift's dealing with right now. She, like, didn't have any rights mm. to 12, because she, she signed a contract young to do 12 albums yeah. wow. and then now yeah. she like can't get any of the rights back so she's been working mm-hmm. recently to re-record every single album oh on gosh. her own and then re-releasing them on her own label isn't that crazy
2: wow that's insane that's... i mean yeah it's it's so hard to backtrack from things like that you know and that's why i believe that starting well yep. is the most vital thing that yeah. any independent artist can do is if you start well you're going to finish even better yeah um and that means that you have that freedom and ability to know like this is really on me because i think for a lot of people like typically you would be more stressed out that the the fact that oh this is on me yeah but for me i'm like thank god because i'm not having to rely on other people to do it like i can be like if i mess up i know who messed up yeah you know and if and if i succeed i know who succeeded
3: yeah. yeah like i'm
2: i'm very happy that i i can like control that and learn from it you know because obviously like as much as i say like i did this by myself the came like <laughs> there are so many people that so true that pour into your life yeah and get you into this place you know like i don't think anybody who says like goes on stage winning a grammy who says i did this by myself yeah that's not true yeah, yeah. there's always a whole team a whole support system that's happening. And so yeah. I will forever owe my um, success and all of that to all the people that have helped to raise me, um, to you know, pour into me and into my character and into my identity. Yeah.
0: yeah, well, it's like our parents obviously helped us get off the ground with this, but me and Josh are still the ones that come into the studio and yeah. record the episodes. Obviously, the gear and everything is funded and helped by them, but yeah. still, me and Josh are yeah. the ones that make it happen. But it's such a team. Yeah. It's team such think, a... Yeah. Like we're the ones on camera, but the cameras wouldn't be there without our parents exactly. helping us yeah. get us off the ground.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, parents are so so important, and so I'm true. so blessed to have had such good parents yeah. who really encouraged me to like take on this this path, and were so supportive and and uh, and all of that. So I'm I'm uh, so grateful to have had them as influences and as yeah. support for this whole journey as well.
1: Yeah, same. So I you... no go ahead. Ah, uh, this isn't really related, but like I just had a a thought. Um, mm. when you are producing music, do you use like yeah. digital instruments, or do you actually play the instruments yourself?
2: So uh, it's kind of a mix because uh, with production for me, like I used to play piano pretty well, okay. and then um, when I got into production, it more came, more became like practical piano. So it's more like I was catering to whatever it was I was producing, yeah. rather than being like a free live performer mm-hmm. on piano. So I have literally like my little Akai Mini here, okay. which I use a lot, a lot for like my different chords and different things that I'm going to be using for the songs that I make. Um, but I do try to rely as much as I can on making it myself, like from scratch and everything. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I, I learned that pretty early as well. Because with GarageBand, I don't know if you know, like, have you ever used GarageBand? Yeah, yeah, yeah I used yeah. to use GarageBand all the time. Yeah, yeah. So You know, you have, like, the loops and stuff yeah. you just drag in. and So I did that a lot. And then I was like, hmm, it's not really mine, though. So yeah. I decided, like, from then on, like, I was just, I produced everything myself. I made it terrible song <laughs> we
0: all thought we it. were good on garage band oh yeah like when we would show our parents were like look at this like i'm the next but then no it's trash right? oh. <laughs> yeah yeah
2: yeah, no, for sure. i uh yeah i i thought i was the stuff but then like looking back and listening to the songs that because i saved all my mp3s and like all of my yeah. stuff so taking back from so long ago and oh my gosh why did anybody <laughs> Encourage me. I don't know. See, so I think even when yeah, we we're all really know.
0: bad, our parents were there. They're like, "Yeah, this yeah. is great." So false, right. false yeah. hope, but it's okay
1: because they they see the yeah. potential. They're like, "Oh yeah, this is great," but it if you change? But it's gonna it. be good. Yeah. You
0: know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah,
2: parents are the
1: best actors. Yeah, That's honestly. Facts.
0: Okay, so <laughs> where do you see you as an artist in five years? Oh, five
2: years. It's a hard one because it's like so out of my hands. It's, yeah. Like if you think about it, it is so. It's completely up to your audience and yeah. the people listening. True. To like get you to that place. Yeah. Um, I do believe that I will be like in a very successful position. Yeah. Because like I have been doing this for eight years now. Yeah. Like, like I've been I've been like practicing up to this point. Yeah. So that I'm in a position where I'm going to be in rooms, like really important rooms, and I'm completely able to just go. Cause, yeah. Um, for example, like last year I was uh, interning for this guy. His name's Harmony Samuels. who's an incredible producer. He like helped Ariana Grande start wow. and like get up and running. He's worked with Stormzy. Um, he's worked with a lot of other artists that are coming out. An Afrobeat artist called Roti Me. You could, you could check him out. Sweet. Um, lots of people. And uh, I started interning for him. I literally was like sweeping floors, taking out the trash, doing yeah. runs, like all this stuff. And there's so many yeah. stories in there. Um, but but there was this day where he was like, "Pull up your laptop." I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay." And and he just told me like, "Let's just start producing something." And we just started going at it. And I didn't feel out of pocket at all. Like yeah. I just felt right in it like yeah. I was excited and and they have the same process as me which is crazy because yeah. I was doing it for myself like I had no professional kind of help in terms of my process so the fact that they were doing the same exact thing working with the same exact stuff as me I was yeah. like oh thanks. well, <laughs> that's brilliant <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know um, it probably so, just feels yeah, second like, nature
1: to you now to produce
2: exactly so I really feel like I'm in a position where when opportunities present themselves after all this stuff comes out um, I will be ready to just go and yeah. be in be in rooms with people who really know what they're doing and I'm able to learn from them and grow really quickly because that's that's the biggest thing that you can have as a person is your desire to learn yeah um, and desire to adapt and to grow like i I feel like that is the most important part of being human yeah and so yeah i'm I'm really excited to see where it takes me where I do I know exactly no yeah, but I yeah. do know that it will be a place where I am very much happy and I um, am progressing well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you're saying like spreading your music obviously up to your thing, up to your um, listeners. What do you think about like songs going viral on TikTok? Like I've always wanted to ask Mm -hmm. a musical artist this, like, do you think it's cheesy or would you want your song to do that?
2: I don't know. I think that there's so many different ways you can look at it. Um, because I know there's like, for example, there's like singing channel challenges that happen, and those are actually generally very cool. Because yeah. you know that you're choosing a part of a song that is very, you know, meaningful and and actually has some real body to it, and that's really great. Um, I think doing dances to videos are are pretty cool because people can do their like creative take on on things. Yeah. Um, because I mean, with the music I'm making, it's very danceable, so mm. I. I would think that it would be very cool to have that kind of stuff happening. Um, do I think making a song to do a TikTok dance? I don't think that's the best. Cause yeah. that's not coming from a place of like, I'm creating a really good song. That's more like I'm creating something to go viral, Yeah, which, you know, for some people it works for some people. It's great. Um, but for me, like where I'm coming from and, and my kind of mission, it doesn't align with that. Um, and so I I don't expect, I don't want to make songs to go viral if they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, you can't control that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think if you're making it to do that, that's a very different intention. Yeah. Um, and it's not as authentic as just creating it because you love what you're yeah. doing.
1: Because I think if I was an artist and I made a song that went viral on TikTok, Hmm. I don't know how happy I'd be about that because I feel like on TikTok, no matter if the song is amazing, it's going to get hate because it's going to get overplayed. So then like, because there's Mm. so many songs that were really good at first and then immediately got overplayed on TikTok and then everybody's got sick of them and like never listened to them again. So I feel like if I was an artist, I just wouldn't really want that to happen.
0: But at the same time, it builds up your art, like you build up your community so much. Yeah. Like you are going to get attention from either way. It just
1: depends what kind of attention you want. But think think about Astronaut in the Ocean. That oh. song went crazy on TikTok. And then now it's a meme because no one likes it. Exactly. I feel bad for that artist because yeah. he, like, he made a hit song. Yeah. And then it just got rinsed into the ground and now everybody hates it because it's been played so much. So, like, yeah. that's, like, his craft that just got destroyed just because of one platform. I feel like that. I'd rather it right. just, like, like you know mean, what I mean?
2: Yeah, I see what you mean. And it and it can be annoying, too, when it's, like, you know, because those videos are, like, 10 to 15 seconds. Yeah. So. They don't you're get to only hear the taking whole thing. a little segment exactly. of that song um and it may not be the part that you wanted people to hear as yeah. much you know and there's a and and for me like as a songwriter there's very much a structure to how i write and, I, and i'm telling a story so taking things out of context you know isn't isn't the best and yeah it, and it can be upsetting but but yeah no i think there's so many ways of looking at it and but at the end of the day like I think if your intention is pure and you're just consistent with what you're doing without kind of thinking about is it going to go viral or are people going to receive it well,
3: yeah.
2: it won't matter yeah, so much that's not because up to you'll you. have so much good content yeah. um, that you can put out and people will be like, oh, no, they're not just making viral hits. They're like actually a great artist, and yeah. that's how you get discovered and then they go to your album or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. Have you... Um, starting young, we've gotten minimal hate, but we still have gotten hate on this, which is, I don't know, people yeah. that are hating are obviously in a low place, but you, have you ever gotten like people hating on you out of jealousy because you're starting young?
2: Oh, well, the funny thing is it's usually from adults, yeah. um, oh. for me, um, because I think that people, people, people think I'm very naive or mm. that I'm unaware because I'm young. And that's not true. So, um, yes, so. I've been around this kind of industry for a while. Um, I have educated myself endlessly on this stuff and I have practiced every day. Yep. And yeah. And so I understand things and, and, it, and it's annoying because, you know, adults don't really ask you about what you're up to and yeah. what you're doing and, and kind of the context behind who you are. And yep. so it is a, a frustrating thing at times when an adult kind of, underestimates you but at the same time i i really i really try to practice you know humility in that and and to be graceful because i don't i don't want to come up as like well no i'm actually you know like yeah yeah yeah. what i want to do like i i I just take it and i'm like okay you want to hear my song though yeah yeah you know like would you like to hear what i do have going on um because you know from people around me who are um my age I would say that for the most part they've been very very supportive and they've been very very kind and um you know I've chosen good people to be around yeah um I definitely think that I get ignored I think that that's more so the thing that that comes um that comes in my story is like I I feel like a lot of people just kind of dismiss what I'm doing yeah and don't and don't really like pay it much attention and that's okay because it's always because like even getting signed and announcing that people out of nowhere were like oh my god yeah 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 you know and i'm like okay yeah i was
0: i was in public high school this last month i mean this last semester like the first semester of this year and like i as soon as i had the podcast idea i said it to a couple people who i thought i was close with like i thought i were friends in high school and then they started to make fun of me and i was like okay like that's cool I'll leave the school. I'll go start this. Yeah. And then they're the ones in our DMs being like, yo, love this. I'm like, oh, really? That Really? Like, six yeah. months ago, it's, you thought I was a joke. Yeah. But that's okay now.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a tough one. Because I, I always, I'm a very kind of like, I love empathizing with people and like understanding that people are usually coming out of a place of hurt that's happening in their own life. So true. I love the time when people are like coming at you or for the things that you are succeeding in. Yeah. Or like, Thinking of doing, they're usually gonna be more degrading than um, appreciative of what's happening because yeah. in their own lives they tend to be kind of like disappointed with the things that they've got going on, or they wish that they could have the courage to go out and do the things yeah. that yeah. people are doing. And so I kind of look at it from that angle to make sure that I'm not getting a big head about it because I don't want to be like thinking to myself, "Well, guess what? You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna wanna." be with me you're gonna wish you had supported me like that's not i don't feel like that's the best mindset because that's the mindset of basing what you're doing off of other people and people are inconsistent and they're not firm standing yeah um so if your determination and drive is is solely based on your own interest and in the things that are beyond you yeah and and uh, for me that's my faith for me that's my family for yeah. me that's my future um then i'm gonna be okay it doesn't really matter who's supporting or not supporting yeah because yeah. you
0: know yourself so whatever they say you know who you are so it's at that point exactly. but i think that's why a lot of like young teenagers especially since they're still developing as a person anything that anyone else says it's gonna affect them because they don't mm-hmm. actually know themselves yeah so learning, like what you just said, at a young age, I feel like is yeah. it's the key. It's
1: very important.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, identity—it's huge. And I mean, in this and today's like in this day and age, social media messes that up. So yeah, like, true. Yeah, people are so so confused as to what to feel about themselves and what to think and what's true, what's not. It's so hard to think to yourself, "Who am I?" Yeah, because you're being fed who you're supposed to be all, this, yeah. all the yeah. time. Yeah, they're relying and on I, the other people. Think, exactly. And when you do that, your, your image, your self-image is placed in others' opinions of you, which causes you to then be hypercritical, shy, yeah. reserved, and not willing to take risks for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, I, I've always made sure that I'm not basing my identity off of people, but off of the things that I believe are true and that yeah. are foundationally based in love and and kindness and and not things that are based on things of the world and um but still being part of the world you know because there's a balance there like you can't completely be like I am not with you like like, You, you gotta you gotta also take part in like what life is and and being around those people you know and and to share knowledge and to share experiences so that people can kind of grow together so yeah, yeah, I, I definitely think that kids nowadays it's a real struggle to find identity, and I mean, hey, might be a cool first look. I'm work already working on another project. Let's go, um, <laughs> which is completely to do with all of that we're talking about. Yeah, um, with identity. So so important. Yeah. yeah. Well, sure about we still sure to tap into that too. We will. We will
1: definitely. Well, to wrap up this episode, we always ask the guest what do you think is the most misunderstood thing about being a teenager?
2: <laughs> Power. I think that people don't understand that being young is literally a superpower. So yeah. true. I a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of the time people kind of look, a lot of older people look at the youth as weak or incapable, spoiled. Yeah, selfish, all these things like there's such generalizations, but there's so much power in being young and being, you know, so vibrant with life and possibility and curiosity. Well, and we have,
0: I was going to say, we have the number one advantage over all of them is time. Yeah, we have time to screw up and then fix it. Like if you release something you don't like, (laughs) guess what? You're going to have music after that to release. Exactly. That's the thing they don't have. We have 10 years on them. That's 10 years more to build Mm. up. Yeah. So I think that's just
2: yeah no yeah time and I think that's the most important thing. Like a lot of people say that you know money is the most important thing, uh, success is the most important thing. Like at the end of the day, we're all trying to just make time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to and to create a space where we have the enough space to actually grow and to flourish and to learn. And um, you know, if you have that intention to learn, like I was saying, you're going to succeed. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's just, it just, there's no other way that it can happen. Like yeah. if you're willing to learn and to be humble about it and to grow, it just equals Yeah. getting better. Yeah. You exactly. know? So yeah, I would say that teenagers are underestimated about their power. Because I mean, literally the demographic for like voting for this year was very much, like the biggest population were people like 18 to 24. Really? Yeah. huge. I didn't know you that. Know, and there's power in that.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we want to thank you so much for coming on. It's been a great interview. Yeah. If you yeah. guys want to go thank support you. Asher, the first link in the description will have his Instagram. We'll have the link to all of his music. Guys, go stream his new song. Go yeah. follow him on all his social media. He said he has a lot of projects coming up. Is there anything else you want to plug? Before anything we- else?
2: No, man. Just blessings. I'm so grateful for you guys. Thank
0: you so much for coming Thank you so much for coming. Well, everyone, after you go follow him, make sure you download this episode. Subscribe if you aren't already. All of our social media is at Juvie Podcast. Yep. I think that's a
1: wrap. That's a wrap.